0: All of a sudden, from around that little corner, I see these neon green figures floating towards me. And he said, What is that? And I moved the branch and I looked, and it was this big, hairy something. It was the weirdest feeling. And I just was like, I just want to get out of here. It was so real to me, and nobody believed me.
1: She started saying, I don't want to go upstairs
2: because of the ghost sister. The ghost sisters are up there.
0: So that is my ghost story.
3: Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF. This is the Ghost Story Podcast. It's uh, all real-life ghost stories told by the people who experience them. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fist. I'm Rebecca Black. And before we get started today, we have been getting so much cool feedback. Yeah, we have. And I just wanted to take a minute to, we'll read some of it because it's awesome, but also to say thank you. So what are some of the favorite ones that you've gotten Uh, so far? So
4: I think the ultimate compliment was the My Favorite Murder one. Oh, yeah. Do you have that? (laughs) I'm pulling it up right now. You want to read that one? going to go find it. Okay,
3: um, let's see. I've got. I just binged all the episodes. Great stories, believable and real, and well presented. Thank you very much. Yes, thank do you. you, have you. It? Yes,
4: I do. It says y'all are the Karen and Georgia of ghost stories, and in parentheses, she's like, "This was meant to be a compliment." If you aren't MFM fans, and I'm like, "Oh, we are. Yeah, total murder murderinas. Yeah, totally." And she says, "You've quickly become one of my favorites. Thank you so much for all that goes into this great show. I thank know. you. That's one of my favorites. Um, love this podcast.
3: It's like being back at a slumber party telling ghost stories with your BFFs and." And then this other one that came from Laura. OMG so freaking awesome. <laughs> I have one. I love it. That's from Laura. who All had the, caps, by the way. All caps. Yeah. She's the one who had the really freaky haunted house where people were actually floating.
4: <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. That is her. Yeah. And here's another one. Just started listening. And as a fanatic of all things creepy and spooky, I love hearing these personal ghost stories. Also, one of the host's voices reminds me of Kristen Shaw,
3: who is um, adorable. Uh, adorable. Yeah. From Bob's Burgers. Yes. She is fantastic. And then one more. I have a long commute during the week. And what has made my drive less daunting is listening to your podcast. I'm currently on episode 10 and find the content engaging, fun, and intriguing. Oh. However, I do feel the need to check the backseat occasionally for paranormal <laughs> hitchhikers. My only concern is what am I going to do when I get caught up? Well done, ladies. Keep
4: up the brilliant work. Well, when you get caught up, you need to tell your friends about it, first of all, yeah. and then send us some ghost stories. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Give them the email yes, address. AF hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Dude, please we, send us some ghost yeah, stories. Yeah, we can't survive without you. And
3: actually, we've been getting a ton of written ghost stories. Yeah. Which we're going to read some of those in a little while, but it's so much more fun when you guys voice memo Mm -hmm. them to us and we get to hear your voices because that's cool especially when you have funny little accents. Yes! That we like to imitate. Yes! (laughs) With love. Yes, of course. nothing but love. Always. Um, So I got from my friend Rebecca Bickett the other night Mm -hmm. and thank you Rebecca because she actually has been sending really great stuff for us to use on the show. It was a link to this story about the SS Texas that's out of Houston. Uh Uh-huh. supposedly haunted battleship, and they're planning an overnight ghost hunt <gasps> on this battleship. No way! I am so completely blown away by this. That's.
4: And do you ever tour battleships? So I've I've been on one, I think that was in Hawaii, uh, at Pearl Harbor, or yeah. whatever, and that thing is terrifying. We always end up doing tours, because my husband is a big history yeah, buff. that's how my husband is too.
3: So we have done the uh, Lexington, we've done the Midway in San Diego, mm-hmm. we also even did the U-boat tour in Chicago. Chicago, which was incredible. Ziggy, didn't you say you did a ghost hunt on the, was it the Midway?
4: I did a ghost hunt on the USS Lexington when I was like 10 or 11 years old. What? Like an
3: actual ghost hunt?
4: Yeah, it was uh, terrifying.
3: Did you come up with anything?
4: Uh, no. Uh, We heard (laughs) heard like a lot of knocking, but it's just like when you're that young and you're in that mental state. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I was screaming at the end of it. I was like, I need to leave. Yeah. (laughs) Plus the, the conditions of a battleship are not exactly like the greatest like no. the, everything is teeny tiny and small and you have to like duck around and creep around inside of them so I can only imagine that would add to the terror yeah
3: you had to take those really narrow stairwells yes. to get from one level yeah. to the next
4: and then they always have those
3: weird mannequins that are supposed to be like <laughs> I'm, Captain, I'm on the job yeah I'm Captain <laughs> David Bowie here there was one at the Lexington in fact he had this really poofy blonde hair and we took pictures of him and that's like <laughs> when my husband sends me a birthday card it's Captain David Bowie like <laughs> wish a happy birthday and it's great that because those both are creepy without the element of ghosts involved. So this one on the USS Texas they're spending the night. They're taking all this ghost equipment. They're going to have like vigils and seances. They're going to do all this stuff and they'll let you borrow all of their stuff. If like you and I went. Yeah. We could just use all of their EVP. Is it EVP? What is it? Yeah EVP. EVP stuff where you pick up the voices. But the best part is guess where they're sleeping. Where? They are sleeping in the original (sighs) barracks where the the sailors slept. Now this boat was in World War One
4: and World War II. So it's probably seen a lot of death dying and destruction. Right. That Let's, I would imagine might get hooked on to the actual boat.
3: Right. And one of the ghosts that they're always talking about seeing on this particular boat is this little red-headed guy in his, uh, Hilly. yeah, sailor whites walking around. But I was thinking about it because you know, and people were much smaller back then. Yeah. Those little teeny I know. tiny. I know.
4: <laughs> I don't know if, like, I could do it. That seems very claustrophobic for an entire evening. I don't know. I've got bad enough on the 45-minute tour. And then it's all very enclosed, yeah. you know? There's I, no windows. I don't know if I can do and it. And the, the fact that it's still in the water, yeah. like the knocking of the waves adds a whole other creepy element it's to it. It's a giant battleship, so it's like, no matter what, even if there wasn't a ghost anywhere, yeah.
3: you're going to be laying there listening to crazy stuff all night long for the low price of $179. <laughs>
4: I say worth it!
3: <laughs> it's Especially if the little red-headed boy comes and haunts me in my dreams. That's actually how much it is it's $179 to take this tour and I'm like you I've been going back and forth I'm like yeah no No. hell no (laughs)
4: yeah It sounds fun on paper, yeah. But I think once you're actually in there, you're going to be like, "No." Mm -hmm." Have you ever tried to spend the night like Mm -hmm. in a supposedly haunted place? Um. Well, I don't. We didn't spend the night. We ended up like just walking around like the entire evening. Like we were awake the whole time. Oh, there was no sleeping involved because we were trying to catch ghosts. All right.
3: See, back when I did that ghost hunt um, TV show, and I was taking drink, anytime I say that, we all had to drink my (laughs) non-imaginary. Yeah, Rebecca is fasting right now. I am too. but (laughs) But you already get to. Eat but at I this already time. got to eat, eat, and I feel really, really horrible for like eating and drinking in front it's of fine, her. And I'll survive. Anyhow, we were spending the night. God, have I already told this story? I'm—I've hit I that age where so. I don't know
4: if I've told this story already. I'll let you know when we get closer to more details. Thank
3: you. So we were spending the night at this uh and B mm-hmm. that is supposedly haunted, and, right. and that I'm in bed, and they've got cameras on me because at some point, some haunted grandma is supposed to show yeah. up on the bench next right. to me. So I'm just laying there. Producers, everybody else are in another room And they've all gone to bed. They just turned it on to film me and then gone to bed. And I'm laying there but, watching Effects of Life marathon. Oh God. Freaking terrified. <laughs> terrified. I keep looking at the bench, looking at the bench. I was like, that Tootie and Natalie. I getcha. Yeah, they were not pulling me through though. So finally, <laughs> at one point in the night, I just hear this like gunk was out of that bed yeah, so it was. fast. Like, forget me trying to, call. oh my gosh. No talking to the ghost, nothing. I just like, go running down the hall to where the producers Yeah.
1: Were, pounding
3: on their door until like, they let me me. In. Yeah, so they go back and we're looking at everything trying to figure out what it was. Well, one of the tapes that we were using to film it had reached the end and just automatically rewound. Uh, and that was, that was my ghost. Yeah. See, that's why this TV show never even. got picked up. It was the worst <laughs> ghost show Boo. ever. Yeah. Boo! Okay, so I know Rebecca and I are always like begging for ghost stories, but we actually have gotten a few lately. Yes. podcast at gmail.com. That's where you send them. Ziggy, can you play the, uh, the Ouija board story for us?
1: My story involves a Ouija board. When I was in middle school, I was spending the night at my girlfriend's house, and we were staying up late and playing with the Ouija board. And we were asking a bunch of silly questions, and at one point I asked it, What can you tell me about the man I will marry one day? And it spelled out keynote. And we both thought, God, that is such a strange thing. What? How random is that? Keynote, what had, could that possibly have to do with a man I would marry one day? But it always stayed with me. And, uh, you know, fast forward about 20 years, and I am now married. And I'm speaking about it with my husband and telling him the story about spending the night at my girlfriend's house and how we've been playing with the Ouija board and how I had asked the question about the man I would marry one day and how I had spelled out keynote and He said, well, think about it. It's most of the letters in my name. And I'm just taken aback at that point because my husband's name is Kevin Mote. And I call him Kev and have, since the day we met, I always called him Kev. And so Kev Mote, keynote. And it just gave me chills when he made that connection. And I thought, oh, my God, I think that's exactly what it was. Actually, I always call him now my keynote in reference to that incident. But anyway, that's my Ouija board story.
4: How cute is oh that? Oh, my God! That's like the first time that we've gotten a sweet Ouija board story. Right, which I'm so happy that she had a good experience. I don't yeah. know if I can handle another crazy Ouija board story. I actually got a little, like, I know. a little chill when so she said I call cute. him Kev. Kev. Mode keynote. Obviously, her spirit was not great at spelling. No, <laughs> but that's okay because it's it wasn't a test. <laughs> she wrote to me at one point. She said,
3: "Well, you know, Ouija boards are notorious for misspelling. Things. Are they?" I'm like, "Well, no. I think just the people yeah, who are using it are actually notorious <laughs> at at misspelling." Um, okay, so we got another story. This one's from Shannon.
2: I was in graduate school and I was working on my dissertation, and I had my daughter over at my advisor's house, and we were in his kitchen he's in the dining table the way his kitchen's set up it's got pretty high ceilings so there's a uh, chandelier that was over the island and while we were working on things my daughter who was sitting right beside me just started kind of laughing and she pointed up and so my advisor and i both looked over where she was pointing she was pointing at the chandelier and the chandelier had clearly been swinging and it came to a dead stop as we looked so we all three got up <laughs> left the kitchen fairly quickly and I, you know, we talked about it later the home when they purchased it they were told was haunted and he'd had a couple of odd experiences you know hearing doors close slowly uh, and then also when you went from the first floor to the second floor in his house when he got to a, a certain point in the stairwell would feel a hand on his shoulder uh, so that's happened several times and that would always happen right around the same place
3: yikes yeah I like though that the person that they bought the house from actually said, said- by the way Uh Would you do that? No. When you sell your house, because I know you're thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Are you going to say we've got a creeper in our house?
4: Speaking of that update, I'm pretty sure it's connected to this cabinet that we had. Seriously? Yeah, because we moved the cabinet out of our house to get everything ready for for sale and nothing has happened. So are you keeping the cabinet? The cabinet's going with you. The cabinet's in storage. Yeah. It's not
3: harmful. You know what the story made me think of? Do you remember when we had Mona on and Mona told a story? She was the one who had the scratch story and she told a story that we ended up we didn't have time to use but she was at like an Airbnb Uh house and she was cooking that morning and she went to throw something away in the trash can and it was one of those that had kind of the spinny lid on it so the lid started spinning when she threw something away and then she goes back to cooking and she looks a few minutes later and it's still slowly spinning around Mm -hmm. and she was like why is that still going? (laughs) Like it should have stopped a long time ago Right so she went over and stopped it and then just kind of gave it a little push again to see if it would keep going and it didn't. It just kind of did a little, which I love that story. I do too. So we got a couple of really good written stories that people just, they don't want to try to record
4: themselves. <laughs> Nobody wants to do the voice memo. Right. I we, think it's probably something weird about being alone, like in your car and just talking to yourself into your phone. See, you and I do it all the time. Right, that's so because it's, we have the radio background. Right, so it's <laughs> no big deal, but for
3: everybody else they're like, I feel really weird. And then they have to listen to their own voices. Yeah, never,
4: never listen back to right, it. Right, because that's, don't worry, we will edit it, yeah. we'll make it sound good for you, so don't worry about that. Do you want to read the story you got from Heather? Yeah, because this is a a creepy doll story. I love this. This, So this email comes from Heather, and she says, when I was a child, I had a doll case that had three shelves inside and a glass front door. Inside were the dolls that belonged to my great-grandmother, my grandmother, and my mom. Wow. Anytime I got a collectible doll, it was added to the case, which was a huge deal. Sure. Mom would get the skeleton key for the case, and it was the only time I was allowed to handle the antique dolls. Then my mom would lock the case back up and hide the key. So when I was 14, I had had the urge to find the key and handle those dolls. <laughs> I searched for it and immediately found it and got each and every doll out. They were beautiful, delicate with real lace, silk dresses, real hair, little petticoats. Uh, I wanted to be able to touch them whenever I wanted. So I hid the key in a place where I knew my mom wouldn't find it. Mm-mm. Years passed. I got too old to play with the dolls. But one night I wake up to this loud thump. I don't know why, but it really scared me. So the next morning I noticed an empty space in the corner of the case. No. In the spot, there was a porcelain mother- their doll holding a baby doll in a christening gown, but they were both laying on the bottom of the case face face. Down. Mm-mm. I searched for the key to fix the dolls, but I couldn't find it anywhere. Over the following months, the mother doll moved back up onto the shelf, but the baby was always stayed on the bottom. I don't know how this happened because I hid the key so well I couldn't even find it myself. I hope maybe mom had found the key and moved the dolls. That's what you have to hope, right? Because yeah. otherwise, it's terrifying. And that's the kind of crap my mom would have done to me—just yeah. to mess with. Especially since <laughs> she stole
3: the key. Mom's like, "Okay, well, fine. I'm going to
4: mess with you. I'm going to move these dolls and not tell you." <laughs> so later on, her dad offers to paint the bedroom like for her 16th birthday and in return she had to clean all the window seals help move the furniture while she's cleaning she found the key under the radiator cover in about an inch of dust untouched she remembers hiding it there and it hadn't been moved since no that's not cool right (laughs) so she puts the key back in the kitchen never touched it never looked at the case again obviously just trying to get out of there yeah Mm -hmm. then when she turned 23 her mother offered the case uh offered her the doll case Uh like hey you want to keep this and And she's like no, no, no. It's safer at your house. <laughs> <laughs> then later on at age 34, mom's again. trying to pawn the dolls off on her again. Uh, she said no, but mom had other intentions and instead put a bag of the dolls on her front door. <laughs> she says she pulls up and her headlights hit it and all the heads were poking out, <laughs> like staring at her. That's like
3: terrifying in I itself. know.
4: And she said, um, <laughs> she goes, mom left them with me anyway, but the creepy part is that the doll and the, the mother doll and the baby doll that she was having issues with early on weren't there. Ugh. To this day, she has no idea what happened to them. Did the mom take them? A para- I, it doesn't say. She said her mom didn't keep them. No clue where they are. This is why you don't own dolls. No, I this know. This just, it's... they get up and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> they simply, they cannot be trusted.
3: Okay, so I got one from April, and April says, when I was eight years old and the house we lived in, uh, it was fine upstairs, but creepy downstairs. One night, I woke up at like one or two in the morning to go to the bathroom and I could see a light coming from the living room. Well, my dad worked wonky hours and I thought he had come home and turned on the TV. So I went in to give him a hug and kiss. But when I walked into the living room, the TV wasn't on. Instead, there was a little girl sitting on the couch staring at me. She looked at me and said, Oh, hi. I've been waiting for you. She wasn't scary at all, so I sat down and started talking to her. Now, I don't remember how long we sat and talked, but my dad came in from his bedroom and asked who I was talking to. When I turned to look at her again, she was gone. My parents chalk it up to sleepwalking, but I can still remember the sundress she was wearing and that she had sad eyes. Oh, Isn't that, like, just messed up and yeah. sad? Poor little oh girl. Oh, my gosh. It's like, I was waiting for you. And then the second part, this one's short. She, she said, a friend. I just need a friend here in the middle of the night. Uh, when I lived in Las Vegas, my four-year-old used to stare at the laundry room door and say, "Mama, make the scary dog go away," and there was nothing there. Oh, wow!
4: <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah,
3: wow. Okay, so we have Misty Harris on the phone, and uh, oh, let me introduce you to Rebecca. Hi. You haven't met Rebecca before. Well, I hear her on the radio every morning, so she's like
0: oh! a cousin.
3: You started off on the right foot. Yeah, you did. Best friends, forever. So Misty, you have like an etiquette website. Yes.
0: Give it a little plug real quick. Oh, Texas Etiquette. And um, also, I'm going to start teaching adulting. <laughs> hmm Oh, yeah. That's and a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, that's my next adventure. But you can find all that on my website, TexasEtiquette.com.
3: So, Misty has been so sweet and supportive of the podcast since we got started. Mm-hmm. And she's been trying to share the story with me. And we've just kind of been missing each other. So, Misty, go ahead and tell us your story.
0: So, um, we're military and we were living at a base in California. I believe at the time, we only had three children. Yeah, they just kept coming. After that, so <laughs> child number three, child number three has been our special child. She's had arthritis and eye problems and just so many medical issues, and Aww. now she's a jerk teenager, but that's okay, we'll keep her anyway. <laughs> It happens. We were in this old house um, on the base near a duck pond, and we would have strange things happening, like there's a dead duck in the yard here. or We kind of saw something outside, but we didn't see anything, so we figured it was a skunk or something. But uh, one night, we were good and asleep, and I know it was one of those great sleeps that you just you don't want to get up from. Right. And I just felt something, and something said, get up. Yeah, and so <sighs> I sat bolt upright in my bed. My husband, I could see his eyes popping open, and my then two-year-old uh, was in the lead, and she was holding hands with a dark figure <gasps> with a hood on. What? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> it was a dark, very thin, hooded figure. You you could see no face. Even the hand was dark. It was black. Just was
1: so uh, what did you do? Yeah, uh,
0: what what
4: what happened next?
0: Well, you know, if I would have eaten a late dinner, I probably would have thrown up
4: all over the place. But <laughs> that's not the best response in this situation, by the way. <laughs> when I tell this when I tell this story going
3: forward, yeah, you do barf you all over your bed. It. You just barf on your bed. But okay, seriously, what happened? What happened next?
0: You know, so you sit up and you're trying to assess the situation. And uh, it just it floated in behind her and let go of her hand and pointed to my side of the bed, no! which was the far side. No. and you know, and you know that's kind of when your your bowels want to just release themselves. <laughs> 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 they just pooped all over the bed. Like, <laughs> but no, I I held tight. I held tight.
4: She got the old clinch. <laughs> Hold it.
0: Looked at her for a second and the, just saw the shadow, poof, disappear down the hallway. Oh, my God. That was it.
3: What? So you and your husband and your daughter, you all saw this together?
0: She does not remember it, but my husband does. Yes. Oh, yeah.
4: I don't even know what you do in that situation. Yeah, you get the hell out of that house. What, what did happen? <laughs> well, we had... Several
0: other issues like that, such as uh, one of my other children went to take the trash out and she says, I can't because there's something standing over the trash can, the dumpster. Uh, And then we'd have like a dead duck in the backyard here or there. Oh, and the cat, the cat was super sensitive when she got up and took off her the front door we all went for the front door <laughs> um, and then we didn't go back in the house until she went back in so she knew there was something there Dang. Did you, do you still live in this house oh god no oh, as a matter of fact uh my my oldest got really sick turned out there was black mold growing under the house oh wow and and so we moved out a few months later into a newer house and then they scraped it off the map but people still kept seeing things in that area it was a good thing to move <gasps> yeah yeah
3: i'm really glad you got out of there Have have you had any issues since then?
0: Pretty much wherever we've gone till we moved in this house, which I had to get determined clean, uh, we've had something going on. Okay, you have to tell us one more. Uh, yes, yeah, we need, okay. I, I like yeah, these too much. Going, these are going. good. Oh, okay, so we moved to England. We lived in this 150 year old refurbished barn house. Yes. Overlooking the cricket field. Beautiful view. So uh, one night I'm just, okay, here, I'll look out the windows and see what's going on outside. And it's dark and it's misty. And there was this bright, light sort of foggy mist just floating through the field. (laughs) <laughs> and really? then I'm like, hey, hon, do you see this? Hey, 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 hey! He didn't get there in time, but it just went maybe about three or four hundred yards, and then poof, it was gone. Oh, and that's fantastic! Weird. England was super, super active for us, and really? we saw all sorts of things. Okay, one more. <laughs> I can't say <stand. laughs> like more I know, I know, more. I said
3: to, but I need, yeah, I need one more.
0: Oh my gosh, uh, we always went to these these old castles, and we tried not to go when it was late or when it was too early.
4: Soon as done, so never miss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remember, we're not looking for these things. They find us. No, no I and, don't know. You've and, got and, something. Yeah.
0: Well,
3: and I want to know, like, I get why Why you wouldn't want to go too late. Why wouldn't you want to go too early? The
0: things pop up, too, in the mornings. You know, the sun's coming up, there's shadows. Right. So we, we went, you know, we have children everywhere, and there's so many nooks and crannies, and some of the places that aren't safe that they don't want you to walk through, they have iron bars in the way. So um, we're going through, I had a child roll to the left, a child roll to the right. It's kind of getting dark a little bit in the afternoon, and I just, I just see this dark shadow floating past the um, fireplace. Just a dark shadow floating past the fireplace, and you you can kinda of see there was a head on it. It almost with the hood and the, the face just turned and looked at me. No! And it was <laughs> it was almost like the a skeleton sort of face. I was gonna say I need and to know just- more about that face. <laughs> And then it just turned back and, and kept going in the direction it was going. It's just like, hey, oh, well,
4: I'll see you. See That's you later. A, see you later. <laughs> that is the Grim <laughs> Reaper straight up,
3: right? Can I tell a sports uh, field story? Just because your glowing mist in the cricket field made me think of a story that I heard a million ahead. years ago. This has been one of my favorites. This guy that I used to do radio with was talking about how he would go and jog at this high school track. Uh, and uh so it was one night after work. He goes over to the high school track to go and jog. And he's walking up and he hears this really weird sound and he gets to the track and he said it's a person but it's almost just like a shadow of a person Uh you can kind of make them out but Mm. not entirely and they're running around the track super fast like inhuman fast and they just stopped and saw him and then vanished Uh. it's like the craziest he's like I know it's the dumbest ghost story ever it's the only one I have it's the craziest thing I've ever seen but I promise you
4: I saw it I actually feel bad for the ghost though nobody wants to come back and run around a track I I don't want to do that in real Life. I wouldn't want to come back when I'm dead and That's do it. My personal hell. That's yes. someone in it was, hell. It was
0: an, an unfinished race. That's what it was. You think you it know? was?
3: No. It's oh, it's somebody's yeah. hell, and they're like, "Dang it! Now I have to come back yeah. because over and over, again. Goober <laughs> over here saw me, and I've got to finish another eight thousand laps." Misty, thank you so much. The stories were awesome.
0: Oh, thank you. And I'll, I'll hear from you soon because I have plenty of
3: more. Oh, good. oh, we'll hit you up again, girl. Don't worry. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Just wanted to let everybody know that Haunted AF is going to take a quick break over the summer. So we're going to, I think um, the end of May is going to be our last episode for just a a few weeks. We are going to come back, I believe July 18th is going to be uh, a brand new season. So in the meantime, we're going to release a couple of mini-sodes or Mm mini-episodes. So if you have something you want to revisit, a favorite story. Ask a question. Ask a question. Any of that, please go ahead and get it to us. And of course, in the meantime, you got to be sending us ghost stories. So give that email address again,
4: Podcast at gmail.com again that's hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com and also on the next Haunted AF we're going to talk some more about
3: these uh, haunted trips that you can take over the summer. The website is hauntedrooms.com and they are the people who are setting up this trip to spend the night on the uh, USS Texas but they have got trips planned almost every single night this summer so we're going to try to get them on the show and talk about some more of these trips that you can take because some of them are just mind blowing and we're also going to have a creepy ghost Story. It's on video, actual footage of a ooh. ghost. Yeah, from a school, a school that is ooh, actually ooh. open and still functioning. Really? Yeah. So Ugh. it's all coming up on the next Haunted AF. All
4: right, guys, remember to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever your favorite platform is. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram. Did you like the way I said Twitter? Twitcher"? <laughs>
3: Thanks to our board ops, Ziggy Becker, and to Andrew Mamaliga for our theme song, and also to On Air Media for their titles and technical support.
4: And, of course, we got to thank you for listening to Haunted AF. By the way, Julie, late. If I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you, baby. Aww. <laughs> I'll come back and haunt you, too, Rebecca. Ah!